from mondays.flop.com. It's Mondays with your host, Carl Franklin. This is Jeff Maciolik here in the studio with Carl, Richard Campbell, and Mark Miller announcing show number 21. Don't worry, we won't give away the ending to Star Wars 3, but Jar Jar bites it. Mondays is produced by Plop Productions, providing professional audio and podcasting services online at www.plop.com. And now, the man who bitch-slapped George Lucas and said not to f*** it up this time, Carl Franklin. Yeah. Yeah, this is Carl Franklin. You're listening to Mondays. We're geeking out here, hoping you're having a good week, or at least getting off to a good start. And uh, we'll be geeking out for about an hour. And this is our famous Star Wars episode which we do every time there's a new Star Wars, and I guess it's our last Star Wars episode. You know what? Come to think of it, it's our first Star Wars episode. <laughs> I, I still think he's going to make a 7, 8, and 9, so, you know, whatever. You don't really. I think he probably will. I, I don't think he, he will. He'll license it, man. He'll let somebody else do it, but I think he's done. Yeah, yeah. Rick Berman will do it now that he's lost his job <laughs> with Star Trek. <laughs> hey, and maybe it won't suck. <laughs> Oh no! It's just the only problem is it's going to be all it's going to be all a uh, a time travel mystery. Well, let me introduce uh, the the panel, the <laughs> cast of Mondays in the sound room today. Speaking very little because of a hole in his mouth. Jeff Maciolik. Hi, Hi guy. I, uh, yeah. What happened, man? That's very know. strange. I bit a chunk out of my mouth, and it uh, somehow I think I might have been a, like half asleep or something, and uh, it got infected, and it hurts like hell. And so, if I open my mouth to talk, it hurts. If I eat, it hurts. And uh, and if I got dental coverage sometime, <clears throat> then I might actually be able to get it taken care of. <clears throat> but I'm a contractor, so screw that. Do, don't your parents have a dental plan that you they can give to people that rent out places at their home? <laughs> no is that part of your <laughs> rental agreement you should talk to him about that man <laughs> uh mark miller how you doing oh, i'm okay man i saw star wars my life is complete man that that movie was great that movie made me cry you know what the I, you know when jar jar dies at the end i'm sorry i didn't mean to say that to everybody who hasn't seen it yet but but man i really felt bad about hating jar jar in the episodes you know one and two yeah I was like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I was like, I mocked Jar Jar, and yet here he is, and he's pulling my heartstrings in his last dying breath. And I was like, oh, man. <laughs> Come on, so you, anyway. you wanted him to die, though. I mean, we all wanted to. That was the most satisfying part of the whole movie. Well, the thing, that I, the thing I didn't understand <laughs> is I thought I thought Anakin Skywalker was supposed to be Darth Vader, but Jar Jar turns out to go and turns into Darth Vader. Like, who would have known? <laughs> He would have become such an ass kicking, you know, as he moved over to the dark side. I thought also his, his transition was very good. <laughs> well, anyway. Anyway, I don't want to mess this up for anybody. Yeah, well, we'll talk some more about that in a minute. But uh, I want to talk to Richard. Richard Campbell in Vancouver, British Columbia. How are you doing this week? I am beat. It's almost like I've been working for a living. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's crazy. Wow. But I got a long weekend coming up and the ribs are already in the fridge, ready to go. Well, that's good. At least. It's all good. Yeah, so so long and short of it is, you've been working hard, been uh, stacking away the hours. So what have you done for fun this week? I haven't done nothing for fun this week. That's why I'm looking. It's a long weekend coming up. I don't know what it is for you guys, but it is up here. Yeah. Monday is Victoria Day for Queen Victoria. Ah. What does that mean? Queen Victoria? No, no, no. I mean, what do you do on... On, Vic on Victoria Day? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Drink tea? Be not amused? <laughs> 
Aren't you having some problems with your prime minister? Didn't you like just barely escape a vote of no confidence or something? Absolutely. I, yeah, literally by one by by one vote, the uh, the speaker had to decide and and decided to leave the uh, the parliament intact. But no, the, I'm not, the, I'm, Richard, I'm not familiar with the way your Canadian government works, but isn't it if they do get a vote of no confidence, they have to lop off his head right there? <laughs> <laughs> off with this is like head. higher stakes up there in Canada. Yeah, that's why things get done. That's a French influence, right? The well, that's why you I got it. Okay. Well, the thing is, if they're voting on the budget. So if they voted down the budget, that dissolves parliament. Instantly, we're, we're in an election. Just like that. All right. Well, we're going to start off this show right with a little segment we call The Week in Geek. Story number one, Netscape on Thursday launched version 8.0 8.0 of its web browser, promising better security and the ability to switch between rival browsers Internet Explorer and Firefox. An executive for Time Warner who owns AOL who owns Netscape, promised, quote, new advanced browsing experience features, or ABE, features such as JavaScript, dynamic HTML, and cascading style sheets. So it's going to get those now. Um, yeah, so I went to the um, Netscape website at about 12.15 p.m. Eastern today, Friday, May 20th, and I clicked on the Netscape 8.0 picture, true story. Another mostly blank page came up with a link saying, the requested URL has moved here. Okay, so after clicking the link, an alert box came up saying, HTTHTTP is not a registered protocol. <laughs> See, apparently what they did was mistyped the URL, and this is for their new browser. Confused, I called the Netscape hotline, and a technician answered almost immediately. Apparently they don't have many calls. And after I explained <laughs> the problem, the technician said, get this, after I explained the problem, technician said, uh, well, it worked in Netscape. Nice. So there you go. Did you know they released like a service pack security update date within like four hours of releasing oh the 8.0? Wow. Well, I think, you know, all three users of Netscape will be very happy about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, in other news, one second, a new breath freshener in the form of a menthol gel launched last Friday in Belgium with a TV commercial lasting just one second. The spot created by independent agency Duval Guillaume. Wasn't he like that famous actor in... Uh... <laughs> Benson, yeah. <laughs> Didn't he play Benson? <laughs> of Antwerp, was scheduled to air during every ad break on TV channels in Belgium throughout the day. Quote, since One Second is a small company with big ambitions, DGA had to think of a way to create rumor around the new product without it costing a lot, said Katja Strauen, an account director at the agency. Quote, so we decided to make the fastest, shortest commercial ever. At least one other major company is now said to be producing one-second commercials that reflect the use of their products. A spokesperson for Trojan condoms could not be reached for comment. <laughs> the British tabloid newspaper The Sun has published pictures of Saddam Hussein uh, hanging out in his underwear. When asked if they were going to publish pictures of the former dictator naked, a Sun spokesperson said, What do you think we are, cheap? <laughs> I'm it, glad they've got standards, man. <laughs> Internet phone providers were ordered Thursday to begin supplying reliable 911 emergency call service after regulators heard testimony about people who were not able to get through to 911 in emergency. 
We have on the line Ben Hammerstein from Vonage to defend his uh, company. Uh, Mr. Hammerstein, how do you account for the fact that your company does not provide 911 service and uh, all these people are just assuming that it does? It's very difficult, given the Internet-based nature of my, uh, of my system, to really actually <laughs> an individual is calling from. So it's not via Wi-Fi. Starbucks. Well, we're obviously having a bad connection. We'll talk to Mr. Hammerstein another time. <laughs> At his annual shindig for CEOs, Microsoft Corporation Chairman Bill Gates told executives that businesses need to do more to help their employees sort through an ever-growing flood of information that threatens to become a drain on productivity. To help combat information overflow, he announced that Microsoft has published a 205-page white paper on how to create more efficient and concise information systems. (laughs) Go to Google. Do your search at Google, man. And finally, the final chapter of the Star Wars movie saga grossed a record 50 million from its first 24 hours in North American theaters, the highest box office tally ever for a single day according to studio estimates issued Friday. Monday's correspondent Bob Resselman spent some time talking to people in the Star Wars line last Thursday. We have pictures and MP3 files up on the page for this show, episode 21, on the Monday's website at mondays.prop.com, and we'll let you just go check it out on your own time. Speaking of Star Wars, and I know you have, who here saw it? I did. Well, Me too. You see, I got, I got a funny story about that. See... I was uh, hanging out with Carl a couple of days ago, and, and he's like, you know, Jeff, I've, I've got an assignment for you. And I'm like, this is work-related, right? And, and he says, yeah, yeah, I, I want you to-, to lube up like the other times, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, no comment. So anyway, uh, I says, this work-related? And he says, yeah, yeah, I want you to go see the Star Wars movie. And I'm like, you know what? I'm f***ing sick of this bullshit. You know, this is the most ridiculous <laughs> job I've ever have to done. I mean, dude, I mean, come on, like, go see a movie? I mean... Hang out, go 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 eat some food. Hey, let's go take some pictures somewhere with with your new camera, Jeff. Gee, you know, like, come on, Carl. I mean, and, can you stop being such a hard ass? And did you see it? No. Hole. <laughs> I was busy sleeping. All right. Yeah, but you were you were talking about something else now, though, right? <laughs> well, anyway, I don't know if who saw it and who didn't out there, but uh, you know, Chewbacca makes a return. In this movie. And yep. you know, one thing that I noticed that was very interesting is he bears a striking resemblance to Jeff, actually. Yeah, it's the hair, man. Yeah, if you, uh, we actually have a picture. If you go to shrinkster.com slash 5EK, you'll see what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it does look huh. a little bit like Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Especially the nose. And that does look to scale, too, compared to Han Solo, right? <laughs> Looks like Han's like a little concerned about what's coming out of Jeff's nose there. I mean, Chewie's nose. He's like, uh, you're not going to blow that thing on me, are you? Uh. Well, you know, it's funny because I was thinking, I, I didn't have that conclusion at all. I thought that Count Dooku looked a lot like Jeff. If you go out to shrinkster.com slash 5EL, E is an echo, L is in limo, you'll see it, man. <laughs> And huh. I mean, this is this is exactly <laughs> Jeff. This is, what Count, this is what Count Duco. This was his emotion. His emoting. Excuse me, man. His, this huh. was his emoting the whole time in the in 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 the movie, man. This is what he looked like. So, huh. Jeff, you got a little gray around the edges there. Yeah, getting a little older. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, you get this flashlight in your hand. <laughs> 
And Mark, didn't you think that Obi-Wan with the beard looked a lot like Richard? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, check out shrinkster.com slash 5ES. 5ES. You'll see what I mean. Yeah. No. My hair's never looked that good. I was just going to say, Richard, there's something about that hair on your face, man. It makes me want to be gay. I don't know what it is, man. I'm like, I'm like, you know, I I thought I was I was totally not gay at all, but now I think I might be. <laughs> yeah, and Mark, you know that Anakin I thought looked a lot like you, man. Well, I was actually in the running to play Anakin in the, in the first movie. <laughs> yeah, if you go to shrinkster.com/5em, you'll see what I mean. Here's that picture of Anakin. It's stunning resemblance, man. These damn little kids, though, they got the part from me, man. <laughs> Lucas had to explain to me that they wanted somebody under like four foot five. So anyway. What a jackass. Uh, Jeez. I can't imagine what uh, Luke would look like, Mark, if you were actually Darth Vader and Luke was your son. Check out shrinkster.com slash 5EN. See what I'm talking about. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm a psycho, man. Look at that. (laughs) That's not me. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Pissed off, though. (laughs) Yeah. I'm controlling my anger, man. (laughs) Is that a lightsaber in your hands, or are you just happy to see all of us? That's a lightsaber, man. You're just really (laughs) pissed off. A looks something completely different, Jeff, okay? (laughs) I don't know where this (laughs) thing came from. I just asked if you had a lightsaber in your hands. Or or how about shrinkster.com slash 5EO? Not to be confused with C3PO. (laughs) This is Mark getting ready for a battle in his X-Wing fighter. Oh, wow. Mm. There he goes. But Uncle Owen, I wanted to go into town and whoop some Wharf rats, man. Now, why? Well, you know, speaking of which, why is it that all Jedis are the biggest group of whiners in the world? (laughs) If you guys, I mean, I'm I'm not kidding. If you guys watch episode four, there's a scene where where, uh, Luke is like saying, oh, but Han Solo, you can't fly into an asteroid field. You can't do it. And then he says, what's his button do? And Han Solo slaps his hand. And and Luke Skywalker, who's going to be this great, big-ass, ass-kicking Jedi, grabs his hand and goes, ah, in the background. You watch this movie, man. I'm not lying to you. The biggest bunch of Jedi whiners you've ever seen. Speaking of non-whiners, take a look at shrinkster.com slash 5ER, as in Romeo. Oh, yeah, man. Darth Miller, Darth baby. Miller. That's scary. And the monkey troopers. That's Death right, to man. monkeys. Death to monkeys. (laughs) Yeah. That's cool. So what about Leia? Can you imagine a Princess Leia that looked like Mark? Check out uh, shrinkster.com slash 5EP. I'm actually a little scared of that. I'm not sure I want to go to this. uh, Holy (laughs) (laughs) shit. Oh, man. She's hot. Uh, it's the monkey badge. The monkey badge does it. That's what makes I it work. I want this woman. This woman's hot, man. Where did you get her? <laughs> she monkey- is hot. Look at that sultry, sultry, pasty white skin. It's just like mine. I love the no monkeys, man. That's great. You know that monkey patch? She wore that when she dressed up as a stor- stormtrooper in the fourth episode. No way. Check- yeah, check this out. In shrinkster.com slash 5EQ. <laughs> See? Now, believe it or not, none of these pictures were photoshopped. (laughs) If you've got episode four and you slow it down, you can actually see that monkey on one of the stormtroopers. Wow. Ouch. That's pretty amazing. Actually, you know, 
the biggest coincidence of all these pictures I've seen so far is the way they made Yoda look in the movie. Carl, have you seen this one? Shrinkster.com slash 5EV. Ah! That's awesome. That looks ah! familiar. Yeah. That looks strangely familiar. He's small. He's green. He's got glasses. Ah! Yeah. It's, been a, it's actually been a while since I've seen the movie, like about 24 hours, but I don't remember the glasses on Yoda in the movie. <laughs> Well, you know, we, we started this show with a joke that Jar Jar dies in the movie, and unfortunately it's true. There's actually – we have a, uh, a, 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 a snapshot of Jar Jar being chased by an angry Ewok. Shrinkster.com 5EW, you can see Jar Jar being brutally chased down by angry Ewoks with lightsabers. Wow. Yeah. I thought it was bold of Lucas to, to, to bring the Ewok Gungan War you know, back into the trilogy. Well, it was only it was only mentioned a little bit in the comic books. Yeah, oh, that's ahead. right. I'm sorry, Carl. No, it's true. That conflict was very underplayed. But uh, you can tell in this last one where he finally does in the final scene of Jar Jar's life. You know, he's 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 talking with an Ewok uh, and and he says the wrong thing. And the Ewok just got extremely pissed. And well, let's listen to what it uh, how it actually went. You sir, Ewok look like a stupid teddy bear. Jaja, duck! Holy shit, sir! Ewok could be getting a lightsaber! Ah! Oh, me, he gonna chop me head off! Oh, I got you! Ewok, no choppy, no choppy! Ouch! Nasty. That's gotta hurt. I've got yeah. a bad feeling about this. It's not going to hurt for too long, though, fortunately. Well, anyway, Oof. that is the week in Geek. Hope you liked it. Yeah, I got one more Star Wars link for you. All right. Shrinkster.com slash 5F is in Foxtrot 0. Female stormtroopers, man. Can I browse them or no? Whoa. Are there a lot of them? Uh, I think they only need the one, really. Female. Between the heels and the boobs, what more do you need? I got got a female stormtrooper. I got another, because I got a different one, man. This one kind of looks like Mark II. (laughs) (laughs) See, this this really concerns me about Jeff right now, right? Uh. No, man, there's something about a hot chick in Star Wars gear that's like, yeah, I can have a relationship with a girl. You know? <laughs> it's, it's something that just, I think, just gets 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 my blood going, man. <laughs> Meaningful relationship. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's like, don't make me wear the Stormtrooper outfit again. Yes, you got to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. And making a cameo again here on Mondays, we're... Honored to have Rory Blythe back with us for some Google Weirdos. Weirdos, 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 Mr. Blythe, how you doing, sir? Well, you know, I'm doing perfectly well for a guy who whose mini got run into three days ago by this total, you know, ass. Twiddling, scrotum, squeezing. Uh, are you saying your? Are you are you saying your car got totaled? 
No, it didn't get totaled, but it, it got damaged to the point that I was not able to drive it out of Seattle. And oh. it's currently sitting in an auto body shop somewhere in Tacoma, Washington, two and a half hours north of here. Ouch. And, uh, and, and uh, it, yeah, it just really sucks. This guy ran right into me. He was in the middle lane. I was in the left lane. He decided to try, try to make a left-hand turn. Right, which is illegal. Unfortunately, my car got in the way to stop him from breaking the law and everything. And <laughs> after he after he damaged my vehicle, we pulled over, and he got really mad at me because he had a fare waiting, and uh, I was, I guess, taking a little bit too long to find my insurance card to trade with him. So, so tell us what Google Weirdos is, man. Okay, so Google Weirdos, um, and I know that there are a few people out there who haven't heard of it or don't know what's going on here. Of course, mm-hmm. Google Weirdos is this thing where I have this website called Neopolian.com. And Neopolian.com is my blog, and it's where I post things about my life and the dog and, you know, problems with love and things like that. And I post on a somewhat diverse array of topics, and this attracts a lot of strange stuff from Google. Yeah. And I can actually see the uh, queries that people are using, uh, whatever it is that they're typing into Google to get to my site. So if somebody types in Rory, which they type in a few hundred times a month, uh, and it gets to me, then I can see that they typed in Rory. And what I like to do is comb through these logs, and there's usually just thousands and thousands of entries, and find the most interesting ones to, to look at all the weird, crazy that people are looking for on the web, and then uh, usually make fun of them for it because it's wrong and disgusting. So, so what did you find? Okay, so this week, well, I've got, and you know, this one, this very first one, is one that I think I've had before in the Google Weirdos, but it's one of my favorites, and so I put it back in here, even with that knowledge, because uh, I enjoy it so much. The first one is symptoms of going blind. I love this one, because I always just thought that not being able to see was typically, like, kind of symptom of going blind. The next one I have... And this one is one for which I have no commentary at all because I'm not qualified. Uh, human heads on post. Ooh. The next one is cat porn, which is cool. <laughs> you know, somebody wants to see some pussy, you know? <laughs> then, the, uh, then the next one is, uh, is uh, power enema. Oh. What, I, what I picture is like a huge wet dry vac and a lot of jiggling and wincing. But <laughs> I don't know how they got to my side. The next one is uh, George Lucas is a f***wad, and I just totally agree with that although mark is saying that this new movie is good i've kind of had a bone to pick with with uh with george ever since he decided to take the most the least popular aspect of this entire star wars trilogy which was the ewoks and turn it into this long-running horrible made-for-tv uh uh miniseries just absolutely disgusting the ewok adventures so i'm not happy with that guy i think he is kind of a so I'm down with that. So then the next one is Nazi poetry, which is cool. You know, it's the kind of thing make it really popular, you know, open, open mic night, you know. Uh, the next one is where did podcasting come from? I'm kind of thinking it's probably from the podcasting fairy. So the next one is uh, somebody searched for that one painter from the 19th century whose paintings are displayed in the Louvre. Yeah, that one painter. Because Louvre was only three miles long, you jackass. So the next one is, what will modern cities look like in the future? And I was kind of thinking that since modern cities are what we have now, and since the future is what will happen later, modern cities in the future will probably look a lot like our cities, but older. Then the next one, how to get painkillers, narcotics quickly in the emergency room. And I've always thought that just being in pain is usually a good way to get painkillers in the emergency room. Some people have to kind of try to work around the system there. The next one is just a statement. And these are the ones that kind of creep me out because people just put these little fun facts out there. They're not really looking for anything. They're more announcing things. It's humans hump dogs. 
Okay. Well, well, good to know. That's good. Okay. Next one is snorting tea bags, which is totally idiotic because you smoke tea bags. You don't snort them. <laughs> the next one after that is Star Wars 3, Parental Concerns, and I'm thinking uh, intense boredom is probably the uh, major concern for most parents there. I failed drug test from one joint. You know, like, this is a big shock. I mean, that, that, that's the point, right? <laughs> so next one, uh, what will eating beef again for the first time do? Now, I'm kind of wondering myself, how do you do something again for the first time? <laughs> and anyway, uh, even with that whole philosophical dilemma aside, uh, eating beef again for the first time will make you less hungry. That's what it will do. Yeah, it's the next like one deja vu all is, over again. The next one is bad paper bag. Yes, bad paper bag. Naughty paper bag. <laughs> Next one is symptoms of ingrown eyelash. And I'm thinking that typically your doctor will probably look for an ingrown eyelash as it's a dead giveaway of an ingrown eyelash. The next one is how to clear a clogged urinal. And I was thinking you could put your mouth over the drain and blow really hard. That's what I like. <laughs> and then here is the last Google weirdo from uh, this batch. How to make a simple pinata. And I'm thinking just put candy in your mouth and punch yourself in the face until it falls out. <laughs> Way to make a simple pinata. So that is Google weirdos for uh, this particular little bit. Weirdos, 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 so good to have you back on Mondays, Rory. Go eat something, man. People dumber than me will not be heard this week on Mondays, and in its place, Mark Miller is here with a new segment called Animals Gone Wild. Hey, Mark. Hey, Carl. How you doing, man? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. What is this all about, this Animals Gone Wild stuff? Well, you know, I, I do this this dumber than me thing every once in a while, you know, I've been doing this regularly and, uh, the, uh, uh, every once in a while I get these stories about animals in the news doesn't necessarily fall into the dumber than me category, but it's still something that I think, you know, our listeners need to be informed about. Okay. So I got a couple stories here about animals in the news and uh, story number one is exploding toads in the pond of death. <laughs> according, <laughs> according to reports from animal welfare workers and veterinarians in Germany, as many as a thousand toads in Hamburg have perished after their bodies swelled to a bursting point, and then their entrails were propelled up to a meter away from the impact crater they left on the soft ground near the lake. Wow. Oh. Mm, Werner, yikes. or probably, actually, this is probably pronounced Werner. Werner Smolnik, a member, this sounds like a made up name, but I swear to you it's not, okay? <laughs> it's like Smeckle. I know it does, doesn't Smackle. it? You're like, I really hate it when the stories feature people with names that sound like made up names we've done in the past. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. Give me, a, really, give me, I want to change his name to like Peterson or something like that. But anyway. Werner Schmolnick, a member of a nature protection society in the northern city of Hamburg, where this phenomena was observed, said it was like watching a science fiction film. You see the animals crawling on the ground, swelling and then exploding. Schmolnick said, <laughs> Schmolnick said the bodies of the toads expanded to three and a half times their normal size. Oh, oh. Veterinarian Otto Horst said, I've never seen such a thing. And we, I've actually got a photo of this at uh, shrinkster.com slash 5F1. 5F1. This is a picture of one of the frogs from Hamburg, Germany. <laughs> <laughs> the death toll has been sold. So, it's an, okay, it's an illustration. It's not a real picture, okay? We're running on a budget here on the show. Okay. 
But that's what they look like just before they die. The death toll has been so bad that the lake in the Altona district of Hamburg has been dubbed the Pond of Death. Access to the pond has been sealed off, and every night a biologist visits it between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m., which appears to be the peak time for these Batrachians to go bang. (laughs) The explanation appears to be that crows in the area have learned how to attack the toads in a way that both triggers the defense mechanism of them blowing up, you know, them expanding their bodies, uh, but also shuts down the toad's ability to release the gas. And so they just continually bloat. Ouch. Anyway, that's uh, one of my amazing stories there. Uh, The next one was actually submitted to me by uh, Richard. Uh, Richard had some friends that uh, sent some pictures here. I'll send you out to the Shrinkster first, and I'll tell you this background story behind it. It's shrinkster.com slash 5EX. And uh, uh, Richard's friends report that they had been out hunting, and a mountain lion had been stalking them for the better part of the morning. Uh, ultimately the cat ambushed, uh, and the mule that's pictured in these, at this site, uh, at this location tossed its rider and then wow. went into a, a attack mode. Uh, the other horses scattered and shots were fired, but nobody was sure if the, they hit the cat or not. Now, now first of all, I'm thinking, wow. geez, you got a bunch of hunters out there and nobody knows if they hit the cat. My guess is they probably didn't hit the cat. If the cat's still moving and growling. Anyway, it wasn't, it, they, they, they add that it wasn't until almost the fight was almost over that one of the guys started snapping pictures. And, uh, wow, that's a, is that true? This is true, this man. Is, these are not Photoshop. These are real pictures. Yeah. And, uh, and apparently this mule just snapped and, and just went after this, this, uh, mountain lion and killed it now, and kept killing it, smacking it on the ground and then stomping on it. Did, what, did the mountain lion attack? Attacked the mule? I, I didn't even hear no. that part. Wow. No, the mountain lion never attacked the mule. The mountain lion had come in, was actually going after the dogs. You can see there's hunting oh, dogs. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. And then the mule throws his rider and wipes this this uh, mountain lion out. Like, I don't wow. know what was up with this mule, but he was seriously <laughs> pissed about something. Well, he was protecting his rider, man. Yeah. I don't think so. I think this was a little more personal. <laughs> I think this was one of those, you killed my mama thing. Wow. <laughs> That is amazing. Isn't that great? I, I love the dogs sitting there watching. The yeah. dogs are going like, yeah, hit him again. It's kind of, Do it! kind of looks like a Jerry Springer show, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, <laughs> doesn't it? Except for the, except for the, the mule's not wearing panties. But yeah, and the dog's that, not going, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. Other than that, it's totally <laughs> like Jerry Springer. All right. And, and, the, and the cougar didn't get an appearance fee. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Story number three. You knew it would have to happen. You knew it would have to come in this uh, in this segment. Monkey attacks are on the rise. (laughs) Oh, no. no. Authorities in Shimla, India, are cracking down on drunk and disorderly monkeys. What? Following a series of thefts, muggings, and car crashes caused by primates local to the area. True? True story? This is all true, man. Everything in the segment is true. The monkeys had been... Now, historically, the monkeys had been an amusement for for British wives and their children who came to Shimla to escape the scorching Indian summer. Monkeys have been worshipped by Hindu faithfuls across India as the incarnation of the monkey-faced god Hanuman. And if you go to shrinkster.com slash 5EF, I've got a a picture of the monkey-faced god Hanuman. You can see what this guy looks like. (laughs) <laughs> and notice that url man this is not me okay this is 
This is the god, okay? <laughs> this is know the enemy. This is the god from Cartoon Network. It's, I'm just saying know the enemy, okay? This is, <laughs> this, this is what your enemy looks like, my monkey hitting you know, followers. I've, I've seen this picture before. Where was it? McGilla Gorilla, maybe? Uh Hanna-Barbera cartoons. All I'm uh, saying, man. Okay. The simians are highly revered, have been highly revered, but over the years, their increasing numbers and dwindling fear of humans has officially certified them as a menace. Duh! All I, <laughs> all I can say is it's about f***ing time we had some government backing for the anti-monkey movement. <laughs> Go, Mark! Besides damaging crops, biting children, and the occasional drunken sprees, traffic police report that monkeys have caused at least three car crashes as they jumped onto roads suddenly, teeth bared, reportedly adopting a bring-it-on motorist stance that surprised drivers on the narrow, winding, and dangerous hilly roads. Authorities have strictly banned feeding of the brown rhesus monkey, a favorite pastime of most tourists, and the Supreme Court itself had to step in earlier this year asking wildlife authorities to deport the rowdy animals back to the jungles. According to a study done by an Indo-U.S. project, there are in all 375,000 monkeys in this region, out of which 80% live in town, suburbs, and villages in the state. Like, what are they doing, paying rent? I mean, how are they living here? <laughs> Experts report that over the last three years, monkey population has grown by an estimated 50%, and the number is still on the rise. Uh. 50%. You know what that means, Carl? A lot of f***ing monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Forestry official A.K. Galati said they are evaluating the best sterilization options. The first option is open surgery, which we do not advocate in the case of monkeys. That is not good. The second option is immunization. This technique has also not yet been proven, especially in the case of the female, and it has also been considered as a costly affair. The third option to consider is the laser technique, which is more safe and best. So we are looking at evaluating this option, and then we will go after this. The laser technique. Yeah, baby, where do I sign up? I mean, <laughs> I mean think about it, Carl. What could deliver what could deliver more personal on the job satisfaction than being able to lay down the smack on the monkey revolution? <laughs> think about it. Running through the jungle. Portable nuclear reactor strapped to your back. Night vision goggles and a 300 terawatt laser rifle hurtling high energy blasts of liberation light at those freedom hating monkeys. <laughs> and let me tell you something, friends. Nothing will make a monkey think twice about their ill conceived plan for total world domination than having two balls of hot glowing plasma right where their little monkey nuts used to be. <laughs> Death to monkeys! Story number four. Little people versus one big badass lion. <laughs> Yang Shiamoni, president of the Cambodian Midget Fighting League. Oh, takes, I saw this, man. Takes great, <laughs> he takes great pride in the organization that he created. Oh, but when a recent advertising campaign boasted that Shiamoni's midgets will take on anything, <laughs> man, beast, or machine, an angry fan contested this claim, arguing that one lion could easily defeat the entire league of 42 midgets. <laughs> <laughs> this is sad, man. Totally. And so from this challenge, a contest was arranged between the Cambodian Midget Fighting League and one seriously pissed off lion. <laughs> <laughs> 
The much-anticipated fight took place last Saturday in the city of Kampong Chenang at the city's Coliseum, packed with a crowd of cheering spectators. The Cambodian government allowed the fight to take place under the condition that they received a 50% commission on each ticket sold and that no cameras would be allowed in the arena. I've got a bad feeling about this. Before... <laughs> yeah, you do, don't you, Carl? Yeah. This is Bef- not going to end well. No. Before the fight started, Chiamoni said that he felt his fighters outnumbered the lion 42 to 1 and that they could outwit and outmuscle it. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> Chiamoni was wrong because after 12 minutes of violent negotiation between the lion and the 42 bite-sized tender morsels <laughs> of marinated midget meat, the- <laughs> The fight was stopped, and the lion was declared the winner. In that 12 minutes, 14 little people suffered severe injuries, including broken bones, lost limbs, rendering them unable to fight back. Oh. oh. Mark, uh, what happened to the other 28? Uh, yeah, that was, those, were the, those were the little tender morsels of marinated oh, midget meat. They died, huh? They died. <laughs> they died horribly, I'm sure. Oh, man. They're not going to be fighting in the Cambodian Midget Fighting League anymore. You know, some people said this is fake, but I believe it. I mean, any, any number of midgets can't take down a line. They just have a low center of gravity, and the, you know, the, the lion's shoulder muscle is at their head. It, well, they're they, dead. Plus, they did marinate these these midgets for at least two days before the contest. It's horrible. You, you got to remember that. Okay, and finally, a story of a man who loves his bunny so much he's promised not to kill and eat the little one if you can help him raise fifty thousand dollars by the end of June. Yes, folks, I'm talking about SaveToby.com. Oh, Save Toby! Oh, yeah, gotta save Toby. So, Richard, I'm going to let you take over on this because I... What can you... Well, you got to go to the website and it all makes sense. <laughs> you know, the title says, only you have the power to save Toby. And it's a cute little baby bunny rabbit. It's a bunny baby baby bunny rabbit <laughs> that uh, is being well cared for by its owner. However, the owner has said very clearly in this website that on June 30th, Toby will die. He's going to take Toby to the butcher, have him professionally slaughtered, dressed... And then he's going to cook them and eat them. <laughs> the only way to save Toby is to send money. <laughs> he set up a PayPal account and he said, unless he raises $50,000 US, he's going to eat the bunny. Yeah. Now, at this point, it shows at the bottom of the page, his balance is $28,372.15. Now, the coolest thing is if you hover the mouse over this link, you get a pop-up hint that says, Toby says, this is not enough. <laughs> <laughs> and note, nowhere does it say that you will get your money back if he does not raise $50,000. No. I mean, he's not offering anything. I really think these are a couple of psych students because they're totally psyching us out. <laughs> I mean, they've done a great job here. You understand, rabbits die every day. Right. You know? This rabbit's got a good life, and he's yep. going to be killed in a humane way, right. but he's going to shake us down if he can. <laughs> now, the problem is that you can't donate money right now. For some reason, PayPal has cut off the account. <laughs> they won't allow any more contributions. So if you click on the link there, it'll say, this account has been closed. Oh, so, man. Something's gone wrong there. But if you go into the site, these guys have really written some great email, uh, some great uh, copy here that photos of the bunny uh, recipes for preparing the bunny 
And <laughs> and basically the story of how people are reacting. They've been interviewed on the television. They've uh, they've uh, gotten all kinds of hate mail, which they promptly publish and comment on. So they you know they're not doing anything illegal. Right. Although PayPal has cut them off for no apparent reason. I wonder one, why. One of my favorite photos on this on this site is on the gallery page. Mm-hmm. If you click on the link for cooking pap cooking pot, that's uh. Oh, oh Toby in a cooking pot. Toby in a pot. That's so and sweet. How about Don't cutting board? How about cutting board? Toby on a cutting board with a knife under it. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and under every picture, it says, click below to donate and save Toby's life. Save Toby. So for God's sakes, we got to get to PayPal and get him to open the account again. We've only got like, you know, 40 something days. Oh, yeah. I like the recipe for Hassenpfeffer. Takes me back to Bugs Bunny. So now the only way to donate is to buy stuff via Cafe Press. Ah. So if you click on the Cafe Press link, they've got some great shirts and things you can get here, like Toby's Vegetarian Cafe, Eat In But Don't Eat Me. <laughs> <laughs> Toby's Roadkill Barbecue Cafe, You Kill It, We Grill It. Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's awesome. Steve Toby. I wish I had thought of it. Yep. It's one of those things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Carl. Like, you couldn't do this now that this idea has been taken. Damn. <laughs> well, apparently, PayPal won't let you uh Apparently, yeah, money. PayPal has some kind of policy. Uh, if you click on the updates link at the end there, you can really have some of the fun about the stories uh, and all the published emails. Oh, hate they, mail. Yeah. There hasn't been anything done on this since the middle of April now, but the uh, the hate mail volume two, it's very special. There's a fine collection of emails there. Um, some of them are a little rude. I imagine. Well, as you know, the uh, animal rights activists are now on the terror watch list. So that's maybe why PayPal has uh, dropped them like a hot potato. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't get me started on this, man. I like this you know, one. It's it's just like Bush to pull the strings of the FBI to try to divert our attention from the real threat, the fucking monkeys, man, and get us looking at the animal rights activist guys, man. <laughs> here's here's a here's a hate mail. You stupid son of a bitch. Hassan Pfeffer is made with hamburger meat. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for Richard. Every week, Richard Campbell finds the weird, the wild, the wonderful, the geeky, the freaky, the toys that we all know and love on the web. And uh, Richard, I can't wait to hear what you have. I know I I heard you sort of mumbling a few things before we got started, and uh, I got a feeling that this is going to be a good one. Well, you know, I figured I'd go with a heavy Star Wars cycle, but there's got a few good toys. And let's face it, there are no good Star Wars toys, so I had to diverge out a little bit. Uh, you know, you were right, you were talking earlier about we got to record some of that initial cap. Like every so often, I encounter yeah. toys that just offend me too much. They're never going to make this show. Yeah, they're just not going to make it. I and I curse about them, and it might be funny for some people. But let me lead off with a good toy, a great toy, a toy that ties well into our Star Wars theme at shrinkster.com slash five f is in foxtrot three. The company Optoma. Making a self-contained DVD player and projector. Wow. All in one. Isn't that cool? That is cool. Completely self-contained. You want to watch a movie? Here you go. Drop the movie in the projector. You're out of there. I like it, man. It's nice. It's a good little idea. No complaints. With crappy little speakers on the side. Crappy little speakers, but there's plugs. But anyway, you. the bottom line is a self-contained 
you know, all these multifunction things usually have sketchy quality. On the right. other hand, being right. able to carry one box and be ready to show a movie anywhere is pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Moving right along. It wouldn't be, I think we got to hit, we got to go to the hardcore Star Wars stuff, right? Okay. I mean, let's just not hide. I, I can't resist it. You know, there's, there's things that just need to be done. So I want to go to probably the most over-the-top Star Wars thing I've found so far. Shrinkster.com slash 5 Foxtrot 4. The company MasterReplicas.com. And they have a Star Wars collection. And I'm not even going to talk about the Darth Vader sweepstakes. Let's just leave that alone. (laughs) There's a number of links on the left side. There's helmets and blueprints and so forth. But click on the first one there, Force FX. This is their collection of very realistic looking lightsabers that have that are they're on and they have all the sound effects for lightsabers they've got all the different designs and uh, i would like to point out take a look at the details button for the anakin skywalker lightsaber that's the one the description really made it for me especially the part durable yet light chrome plated aluminum body looks and feels like a real lightsaber. <laughs> hey, Sparky, come here. There are no real lightsabers. <laughs> Don't say that, Richard. Uses three double A batteries. <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll... They got to have some kind of special battery for me. That'll put a hole in the wall, man. There three you go. batteries. 120 bucks. Polycarbonate blade permanently attached. I'm sorry. You have to have it up. But as you move it, it makes all the different lightsaber sound effects. And apparently, they're sold out. That's insane. It's so crazy. It's almost as bad as the DVD rewinder. Almost as bad. Almost a DVD rewinder. All right. Non Star Wars, very bad toy. Shrinkster.com slash five. Foxtrot 5. A place where your tax dollars go, the National Science Foundation, making a extremely long-life battery. Oh, Batteries hey, they're talking about that will last for decades. Wow, I'm interested. Guess how they're doing it. Putting little rodents inside? They're putting radioactive materials in it. Ah! It's called ah. the beta battery because it uses beta radiation decay as a power source. Oh, my God. There you go. Is that safe? This would be considered a very bad toy. The idea here is that it's a very low-powered beta battery. It's sealed, right, encapsulates the radioactive source, but it's supposed to be put in place for the years. The idea being this would be a low-power source for things like sensors on bridges and things. This just worries me. I'm going to take a chunk of radioactive material, put it in a can, and stick it to a bridge and leave it there for 10 years. Wow. I don't, I'm not hip to this. This is a bad idea. And I'd like to point out, this is American taxpayer dollars at work. Yeah. National Science Foundation. National Science Foundation. I kind of like the idea, actually. It reminds me of a science experiment I did where I put some radiation in a beer can and Things kind of went bad from there, but other than that, the yeah. first part of the initial idea was real good. That explains a lot, Mark, actually. <laughs> now, see, if you want to go for bad toys, there are some great bad toys. I mean, there's some awesome bad toys. Don't mess with the batteries. 
go for one of these. Uh, Shrinkster.com slash 5F sub Foxtrot 6. Now we're talking about a great bad toy. Mm. It's the Gatling Spud Gun, known as the Revolver X. Spud Gun. So get this. This is a gas-powered, explosive-based spud gun. Potato gun? Potato gun. That's right. Only they put a rotary disc on it so that you can actually load it with 10 potatoes at once. Ah. Hey, Richard, when you say gas-powered, you mean like natural gas, flammable stuff? That's right. You, oh, my It God. actually has a solenoid and taser-based firing system that pumps the chamber with gas and fires it, rotates the next spud into place, evacuates the chamber, refills, and fires again. Taser-based? It's based. a Gatling spud gun. Dude, isn't a taser a little overkill, man? All they need well, is a little spark. Well, it needs some serious spark. <laughs> the guy's like, uh, I think I'll put a taser in it, man, oh. to ignite the flammable gas. <laughs> Take Lord. a look at the pictures of it. It's pretty spectacular. It, it's this actually, is... it's got a Star Wars look and feel to it a little bit. It, yeah, it's the, yeah, the it's whole white PVC, PVC piping thing. look. You can see the little fan on the back that's used to vent the chamber and the whole sparking assembly, pressure valves. It's about 12 feet long. We could use this against the monkeys. This this is a weapon. This could this could unleash some serious whoop ass on the monkeys, man. They'd be thinking <laughs> twice. They're seeing twelve fucking potatoes going at coming at them at like you know per second, man. They'd be like, "Crap, okay, we're done." You'll have a rectal spudectomy. All right, I gotta switch gears and go to something a little more normal, as in something I would genuinely want to buy, and I'm kind of disturbed I don't already own. Shrinkster.com slash five F is in Foxtrot seven from those fine crazy guys at Sapphire Technologies. They've taken a Radeon X50, which is a high powered video card. They've overclocked it and they've cooled it with liquid metal. Liquid metal. It's a liquid metal cooling system. Like lava. 65 times more thermally conductive than water. This could solve my overheating problems. Wait, isn't liquid metal hot? Well, depends on the kind of metal you use. Okay, like mercury the, wouldn't... Well, no, they're not even using mercury. They're using a synthetic metal. The company that's made this, the uh, the cooling system is called Nano Coolers. And actually, I can give you another link to Nano Coolers. Nanocoolers.com? Specifically for their site. Yeah, nano, it's nanocoolers.com. I'll shrinksterize it here for you. So 5F8 is a link to nanocoolers and uh, their hmm. their story of uh, creating this metal-based cooling system. Think it'll so catch on? So the whole on? point here is because metal transfers heat so well, it's extremely efficient for cooling. Yeah. Wow. It's also sealed, so you're not going to have the bleed problems that I've got with water where I have to keep topping it up all the time. The metal is just not going to escape from the container. You think this will become uh, standard stuff? Well, give these guys credit for this. They've come up with a way to make it uh, standard because it's because it's self-contained, simple plumbing. It's absolutely possible. And now you see, I've actually known about these nano coolers for a while. I've been waiting and watching for a product, and now we can see it. The first product out there is one of these very high-end video cards. Wow, you know, two hundred fifty-six megs of RAM. These cards are hot, yeah, and they can use this kind of high-pressure cooling. Wow. Note the maximum resolution on this card, 2048 by 1536. Wow. Not even I have a monitor that goes out high. Wow, that's awesome. Good toy? Very good. Good toy. Ready for a bad toy? Sure, man. There's an endless supply, let me tell you. 
How about this one? I love this one. This one's this one is bad in a strange kind of way. Shrinkster.com slash 5F9. It's really a news report, but it involves a toy. The news report reads, Heart patient has first turbocharger fitted. <laughs> it's a heart turbocharger. <laughs> the device is called a C-pulse. And what it does is it's strapped onto a damaged heart. So somebody who's having trouble with pumping blood efficiently puts this thing, gets this thing installed inside their chest. And every time you have a normal heartbeat, it swells 20 milliseconds after the heartbeat to increase the flow of the blood. So it's basically boosting your blood flow rates. Wow. Isn't that spooky? That is creepy. Now, it's, it, there's, a, there's an image there that could show you how it works. So you can click on the enlarge image. You can get a look at, at the way the thing sort of works. It, it connects onto your aorta. So basically, they're squeezing your aorta to force additional blood. And this is for erectile system. dysfunction? <laughs> <laughs> well, it all depends on where you install it, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm just thinking like, hey, baby, watch this, man. Let me turn this on. Hold on a minute. Where's my remote? Just a minute. Just wait, wait, wait. No, I just forgot. Where's the remote? God damn it. Sorry, man. Yeah, I'm just imagining if you did put a remote on it when it's installed in the heart and going, hmm, you have trouble settling down. Richard, does it have a manual mode where if the pump fails, you could manually pump it? Fire it on your own? Yeah, it's called CPR, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's a manual mode. Self-CPR. Oh. Ugh. Ugh. Keep yourself Why going. is that man beating away. himself? All right, go ahead. All right. You, you, you guys remember um, Neuromancer? Sure. You read the book Neuromancer? Yeah. William Gibson, right? Yeah. You know he's from Vancouver. No, I didn't know that. William Gibson's from Vancouver. One of the best things in the original Neuromancer way back when was that the protagonist had this keyboard with no markings on it. Yeah. Shrinkster.com slash 5FA takes you to daskeyboard.com. 100% blank keyboard. Does Clemens know about this? What's that? Does Clemens know about this? Yeah, we should be sending Clemens to this. Yeah, Das Keyboard. You have Das Das Keyboard, keyboard. you could write to Das Blog. (laughs) So for 80 bucks US, here's a keyboard that's totally unmarked. So... You can learn the keys in a serious way. This is for like typing in passwords and stuff, right? <laughs> Wouldn't this be cool, though? You're sitting there. There's no markings on your keyboard. You have to know what key is what. Yeah. No, it would not be cool. Any other questions? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Richard, I got to say, I'm looking at this thing, and it, it really resembles the old IBM Model M keyboard. Yeah, doesn't like, it? Oh, like, it's totally a classical keyboard design, which is only fair since it hasn't got any markings on the keys. Yeah. Now, you know what the guy's done is he's gotten old crappy keyboards, he's painted them black, and now he's selling them for like $400. <laughs> That's pretty okay. good. Okay, I got one for you. It's a movie. You need quick time to watch this. I'm going to show you this movie, and you're going to tell me what's wrong with it. This is my Japanese toy for the week. Okay. Shrinkster.com slash five. E is in Echo, J is in Juliet. We'll take you directly to the movie. It's a fairly long movie. There's this theory that says, while the movie's loading, that creating near-animate objects, that is, objects that almost resemble living things, 
creates negative reactions in humans. We don't like near animate creatures. Yeah, like watch uh, this movie. That's like the Polar Express syndrome, right? That's right. It's it not little, quite right. It's creepy. Okay, what's right. the what's well, the shrinkster URL again? Five J J. And you'll need QuickTime to make this work. Yeah, I got to install QuickTime. Oh wow! It's a kitty cat, it's a, a ro- robotic kitty cat, kitty robot. Tries to make cat-like movements, but it just doesn't quite pull it off. Ah, it's incredibly disturbing. That is horrible. It's, yeah, and the music doesn't help, let me tell you. Much less the people happily playing with this freakish toy. Wow. I leave it to you to watch that scary Are movie. Are there any pictures of this without for guys who don't have quick time yet? No. Or no, we're just screwed. All You're right. screwed. Oh, that no. is really weird. I can't hear the music. I'm just watching the video, and I'm disturbed. Just, yeah, it's just kind of odd. Okay, I'm going to remember my childhood in place of watching the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah, no, I'm disturbed now, too. Okay. Coming out at the end here, I'd like to take you to a a new Star Wars, another Star Wars site. This is actually an Italian site. Shrinkster.com slash 5. FB is in Bravo. Take you to the R2-D2 project. (laughs) Now, the funny part is, this site's really old. It's from 2003, but it was a group of guys who wanted to develop a robot that looked rather like R2-D2. And unfortunately, if you go through the links, it's all stale stuff. The funny part is this team has succeeded. They really? built a robot. And I've shown you the link to the other ro- to, to the built one. It's also in a, from an Italian website. 5FC is in Charlie take you to a gallery picture of this robot they've built. Now, it looks vaguely like R2-D2, but it's huge. It's like five foot tall, and it's black. But it does use the three-wheel sort of setup. It moves itself around. It has Bluetooth in it, and it's able to communicate in in beeps and bops, just like uh, good old R2-D2. My page is taking a while to come up here. But yeah, I'm not able to see either one of these. I think everybody's hitting it all at once. It's beginning to load now, But they though. can't take three hits? <laughs> Plus about 15. This guy looked... This robot almost looks like lost in space, you know? Yeah, he's got he's got that Danger Will Robinson thing going, doesn't he? Yeah, but you think you think they'll ever paint him to look like R two D two because it looks like all he needs. He looks pretty close, although he's huge. I mean, he's yeah. so R two D two is not cute when he's five foot tall. Yeah, that's true. He looks just bloody dangerous now. That and you need to skin those legs, all those metal articulations yeah. and things. Yeah, they too dangerous. Be yep, yep. And it looks like that guy's got a Force FX uh, lightsaber there, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he looks like he's carrying the real thing. Apparently, the uh, the uh, robot is afraid of the lightsaber. <laughs> Don't know why, but apparently that's the case. And All I would right, leave man. you with one last really offensive Star Wars toy. Shrinkster.com slash 5FD is in Delta. The company is Intech. And if you scroll down on that page, that's on their controllers page. They make controllers for all kinds of different game machines. Halfway down in the PlayStation 2 section, there's the Jedi Hunter controllers. (laughs) Wireless and wired. 
Oh, wow. As well see, as the to... Sith versus Jedi controllers. See, I could go to the dark side for one of those Jedi Hunter controllers. <laughs> it wouldn't take much, man. I don't need any, you know, any of this talk about, you know, avenging anybody's death, man. I'll just give me a, give me a controller and I'm on the dark side. I'm there. <laughs> Makes me wonder whether or not George is on the dark side. Hmm. Because, you know, you used to say he sold out to the man. These days, he is the man. He's the man, man. <laughs> he is the man. He is He's the man. The man. And, Jar- and I really, I want to apologize to Jar Jar Binks. If you, the, the actor who's, the actor Jar Jar, the alien who plays Jar Jar Binks in the movie. I just want to apologize to you, man. I've been dissing you for years and I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you are, you are nowhere near as bad as I thought. You were really, I mean, I'm really sorry, man. And we're going to end the show with the same way we started off with the, uh, the scene from Star Wars 3 where Jar Jar bites it. And I'd like to thank everybody for listening to Mondays. And you know, you know the rest. We're signing off. We'll see you next week. You, sir, Ewok, look like a stupid teddy bear. Jar Jar, duck. Holy shit, sir. Ewok could be getting a lightsaber. Ah! Oh, me, he got a chop in me. Hold on. Mr. Mr. Ewok, no jumpy, no jumpy!